Blessed one, welcome to Inspiring Word, a life-transforming encounter with the Word of God with Bishop Steve Asari. Bishop Steve Asari is the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, the Way Cathedral. Lighthouse Chapel International is part of the United Denomination, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Steve has a unique teaching gift and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now on Inspiring Word with Bishop Steve O. Asari. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands to Jesus this morning. You are praying for spirituality. Spirituality. Lift up your hands and lift your voice and ask God to draw you closer to him to be more spiritual than you have been to understand spiritual things to flow in spiritual things to be delivered from carnality earthliness and be drawn closer to God closer to him closer to him closer to him Closer to him, closer to him, closer to him, and closer to him. That you don't want to be far away from the Lord, but you want to be close. You want to be close. You want to stay in that presence with him. I love to stay in the presence of God. Pray this morning. We are in church. We are not in the market. It's not old boys association. But we have come to church. We have come to God. But we say that God is spirit. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit. And in truth. And that's exactly what we are praying for. And Father, thank you for great grace and great mercy. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. We come into your presence this morning to be drawn close to you. Closer to you, O God. Closer and closer to you. To have fellowship with you that is intimate. That will not be far away from your presence. But will be close. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.
Amen. Please be seated. We had an amazing Resurrection Sunday service. And I believe because as I continue to reflect on the issues and the teachings about the resurrection, I see that we need all the more to press hard towards a certain kind of life that is acceptable to God. Because last week we looked or we saw different descriptions of a person marking the difference between your life here and the life that is to come. That is the resurrected life. And we saw um, descriptions like what? Earthly and what? This life is earthly, but the life we are looking for is what? It's heavenly. That's the word I'm looking for. First Corinthians chapter 15, I thought we read it over here the other time. I'm just trying to pick up the descriptions. So, one is what? Corruption and incorruption. So, the life over here is raised in corruption. Corruption means what? Decay. It, 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 it will be destroyed. It will ever pro. Life is a woman. And now, who is a woman? A woman is a pro. Into a woman, we have a boss of powder coming. A bit pro. A bit say complete. And I was explaining that that's why they don't keep you in the house. Once you die, away. You may love the person to whatever extent, but they will away you and go and keep you somewhere. Because if they leave you around for a little more time, the things you will emit in the house, maybe nobody can stay there after. By the same person we know was there. And you can even just try it by not bathing for a few days. Only many times you may not even appreciate it yourself. But even if you don't, the people around will appreciate the corruption. I went to a school that there was no water. And by the grace of God, we didn't have to bath every day. Yeah. It was nice. Three days, four days, five days. Oh, yeah. yeah if you like ablution, you can do But I mean, you are just okay. Just free yourself. Uh, yeah, free everything and move on. Let the hearer understand. And the day you go and bath, you find out that 
your body is different because you use soap to whatever extent there's no ladder on your skin and later on what we learned I mean, if you just rub your body like this you see the thing rolling yeah so the corruption yes is there so you have to when you try the water and the water is not a lot so you have to be careful then you use your hand to rub and roll the dirt on you like that now then you try again you see that it's coming a little maybe by the next trial you feel normal <laughs> and when you bath you come alive because I mean, you yourself, you feel good about it, but others will see, there will be comment that, oh, you are looking good. We're Jerry, and then we're Jerry, we're life number. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, it wasn't bad because at that time, it was okay not to bath every day. I mean, you don't waste time bathing, you have other things to do. But this body is corrupt. It's, don't think about corrupt as in sikedie, ana electricity aye wea. Because this time Matisse a man for wea electricity ne pa. They have their own meters that are not for ECG. And what else? They have underground. Uh, your friends and cables that nobody sees and all kinds of things. Make sure you don't do some in your house, okay? Try and pay. If you are arrested for this purpose, I'll come and whip you in the prison. Then we also have what? It's, it's raised in dishonor. And it is sown in what? Dishonor and raised in glory. So this, your body that you are so proud about, it is called dishonorable body. It's so honorable. What's honorable about it? So honorable. So take your time. Hey, my face is like this. My hair is like that. May I'm like this. My beauty is this. It's dishonorable. Yes, of course. On earth here, whilst we are here, it seems to mean something. But the important thing that the scripture or the Bible is teaching us that this thing, no matter how it is, if you are the shiniest person on earth, it's still nothing. Because the better one eh, is the glorious body. It is raised in glory. So if you use um, creams and oils and alatasamina to make your body very shiny, it's nothing. It doesn't go far. It goes down at the end. And then it will corrupt, it will corrupt just like my own without the Alata Samurai and the things. We'll all go into the same place. 
and the corruption. Maybe because you have used a lot of things on your body, you even decay faster. Yes. Then the other description is what? One is earthly and one is weakness. And then the, and it's raising power. Then what? Natural. Spiritual. So one is natural and one is spiritual. The life we have here is natural. Natural means that it is subject to everything that is around us. It responds to the environment that we are in. Um, you feel hungry, but the spiritual body, there will be no hunger in it. You feel weak, but the spiritual body would not have that weakness. You feel sick, the spiritual body will not have sickness inside of it. Um, you feel anything, I mean, you, you feel even depressed in life. Somebody said, I'm losing it. I feel I'm losing it. But you see, the spiritual body, that is the one we are looking at, the resurrected body will not have all these kind of things. So today, I just want us to look at this same thing again. Fighting for spirituality. So one is natural, and the other body that we are looking for in the resurrection is spiritual, a spiritual body. My aim is that in your life and your quiet moment and things, you will think about resurrection. You will think about the life after this life. You will think about your relationship with God. You think about what happens after here. You think about eternal life. You think about what real life, how real life will be like. Because this one is also a very short life that we have here. But real life is the life that comes after, after this one. If you can think about that, then I'm achieving something in this short something. So we read up to the last verse is verse 58 of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, which says what? Therefore, and I try to explain that therefore, that therefore is joining all the discussions that have been done about the body and the resurrection and um, the new body that you have to put on, the sound of the trumpet and the archangel that those who are dead will rise up and they will go and be with the Lord and we who are here will also rise up and be with him. And he discuss all these things. And then the word therefore comes. Therefore means what? Drawing from this, as we have all this information, after all these things, what do we need? Then he said, what do we need? Therefore, my beloved brethren, what do you need? Be steadfast, be unmovable, be always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So as we have all this information 
and all this teaching and all this knowledge, what are we supposed to do? Simple. After giving all these things, yes, we know that there shall be a trumpet. We know that there shall be a shout of archangel. We know that Christ will come. We know those who are dead will rise up. We know we who are here, we shall be changed. Do you remember that one? So suddenly, this corruptible will put on incorruption. And this earthly will put on the heavenly one. Beautiful, isn't it? Are you not looking forward to that? I'm looking forward to that. That suddenly there's a change. If rapture happens, eh, I'll be standing here and I believe I'll go. Do you also believe you go? Yeah, I'll go. I mean, I'll go. Those of you who will be left, you can appoint a pastor and then take over the church. I'll be gone. But my body will change. I'll drop this microphone. Corruption. I'm putting on this thing because I have to see better with it. If I don't have it, my seeing is not very seen. Corruption is affecting my do you see but this thing will it go to heaven what do I need it for to see what in heaven actually um, those films are called what left behind they drop their everything their dress drops so my dress will drop here. You can come for it afterwards and use it. I mean, these are nice things I'm wearing. It will not be bad for you to have. That, that, that's what happens. Then, everything is changed. My body is changed. It's not the same flesh and blood that is subject to corruption. With all the blood diseases inside. I tell you, all the I mean, as you are sitting there, there are sicknesses in you. Whether you know it or you don't know, there are things hiding somewhere. But the, the body you take to heaven, there's nothing hiding anywhere called sickness. That's the transformation. Yes. Somebody went to, with another person to the hospital for to eat, like, your normal, your friend is saying, Check up. Then actually, God says, Oh, me too, let me check my something. As they check her something, so they say, Look, lie down here. You are going. That was the end of it. Yes. Yes. The normal checkup was okay, but the strong one, ah, Okoja, no, 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 no. I say, Hey, the, the, what you have, lie on this bed. That was the end. Yes. Yes, but it's not like that over here. Put this scripture in uh, Amplified for me, please. Beautiful. Therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, be steadfast, eh? immovable, always excelling in the work of the Lord. So steadfastness <coughs> sorry, has to do with keeping the course. Don't turn to the left and don't turn to the right. Don't get confused 
along the way. Don't plunge yourself into a dilemma. What dilemma is that? I'm not sure. What I'm doing, is it important or is it not important? Going to church, is it important or is it not important? Singing in the choir. Sometimes you feel like stopping. I'm a basenta leader, I'm a shepherd. Is it, uh, there's this meeting, there's this thing to do. I go out and organize people and bring them to, to church. Is it something I should continue doing or somebody said that all these things, they don't mind. Don't listen to the rubbish. Steadfastness means... You are keeping the course and you are not turning to the left. You are not turning to the right. You are not confused at any time. And don't even be confused as a Christian. As I'm preaching to you and you are listening to me, you have been confused as a Christian. There was a time that you thought, you said to yourself, is all this necessary? Why don't I join what the world is doing and live the life of the world and just be happy on this earth? For tomorrow we die and that's the end of it. There's no steadfastness. But steadfast means that I am on course. My eyes are set on something. And, 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 and my, 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 my face is set in a certain direction. And I'm never changing it. So those who are up and down. Today you are. Tomorrow you are not. Today you are on fire. Tomorrow you are a backslider. You go and backslide uh, for some time. And you say, oh, don't worry, I'll come back. Because that's how my life is. I go off and I come. So when I go, I'll come. This is the scripture. Be steadfast. Be on course. If you are in the choir, let's see you always. Standing where you stand every day. Not that today you are there. Then tomorrow, That's why there's confusion on stage all the time. Because we don't know who is choir and who is not choir. Who is there and who is not there. Every day you have to find, I've tried to help with the arrangement that we should be like sheep. Leader. Somebody is standing in front here. He's, this person is our leader. Uh, this is the one. They, I'm following you. So, in it, when I see you standing, I just come and stand behind you. Whether you are here, whether you are here, whether you are there, wherever you are, I'm behind you. That's all. That's my suggestion for the choir, for all this disarrangement and confusion. Like today. Yeah, there's some kwanye ngume. can ask the one sitting behind you. Are you still here? Yes. Steadfast and be unmovable. The King James says unmovable. This one says immovable. They are both correct. Don't move. Stay in your place. Be firm. Yes, where you are. Oh, yes. Don't stagger. Stand your ground. Be there. Even in the church. I mean, it must be that when we look up like this, that's you. And you are always in that seat. You will not give it up. The day you are not in church, the seat is empty. Then we know that you are not there. Yes. Like last week, you were not here. This seat was crying for you. Did I say last year? Last week. Did I say last week or last year? Last week. But I heard last year. Yeah. This is, so this is you. You are there. 
It is something else. But the day you are not there, you see, there are some people when they don't come to church, you have to find out immediately. There are some people when they don't come to church, it's normal. Yes. So even if there's a situation, nobody seems to be there with you. Be immovable or unmovable. If we know all these things that this body that we have, we are going to do away with it. And what is important for us is the heavenly body that must be qualified to go to heaven and make us stay and be there eternally with Jesus Christ, our Lord. Therefore, be steadfast, be unmovable, and be always abounding in the work of the Lord. That means always doing your best and doing more than is needed. I'm reading the Bible. Am I reading the Bible? Yes. Doing your best and doing more than is needed. Yeah. Do your best and do more than is needed. Unfortunately, I'm before the choir people again. Laziness is what is killing the ministry. Nobody should say, I'm a choir member. I cannot take car and come for rehearsal. Won't mean track a moon fee be of female. You go everywhere except to church. That's the problem with this bus in church. It's like, if you don't put bus down for the people to come, it's like, we can't come because uh, there's no bus. It's laziness, unwillingness. God will catch you, you will see. Yes. I mean, do, do what? Your best and more than is needed. If you have to sing one song, you must have three songs or four ready. The day we say sing more, we can't ask the choir to sing more. Yeah, yeah, there will be a problem. More than what is needed. When you think you are doing anything, what the Bible says is that it's not enough for do more. More. If what is needed is to move these chairs from here to there, then do more by moving not these front chairs, but the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one. It's like you are doing more than what is needed. More than is needed. If you are you 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 are percentually that I am bringing twelve people or thirty, do more than is needed and bring forty eight people. It's in the Bible. Yes, I'm reading the Bible. When you are giving, do more than is needed. Yes. Maybe the person receiving the offering didn't have faith, so he called for a certain amount. Take a wider amount and give. More than is needed. Or you don't understand. Is that not what it means? Yeah. And what? Hmm. Your best and more than is needed, being continually aware that your labor even to the point of exhaustion in the Lord is not futile or wasted. It is never without purpose. Have you labored in the house of God to the point of exhaustion? People to come and clean up this place. We arrange, uh, what, region, region, come and clean. They won't come. 
even prayer. Come and pray. Friday, some people were supposed to be here pray. They will not come. So, I'm talking about spirituality, yes. Because it is spirituality that will take you to that place called heaven. That when the trumpet sounds, you know, you will also be able to rise up. And then, Paul, after talking about, you remember, I'm not going back to that one. Because we read all the issues about the resurrection and the fact that as Jesus is resurrected, that's the same way that we resurrected, our body will change. And, this, and he said, therefore, as you know all these things, this is what you should be doing at this time. Yes. So working, being steadfast, being unmovable, and working for God is spirituality. Yes. It's spirituality. It makes you spiritual. Or it makes you remain spiritual. When you are involved in the thing, you are a spiritual person. When you are a lazy person on the fringes, you don't have any spirituality. You are the person that can be taken off at any time. Say amen. Amen. Why are you not happy? Pardon? Into Fahushim fully. Colossians 3, verse 1. Colossians 3, 1. Therefore, if you have been raised up with Christ to a new life, sharing in his resurrection from the dead. Keep seeking the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Wow. It is the same. Did it start with therefore? Yes, it starts with therefore. (laughs) It's the same thing. If we are sharing in this same thing with Christ, Especially in terms of the resurrection. He said that seek. Seek means that Mawadrin called the things that are above. Think about things that are above. Let that occupy your mind. Let that be your everyday thought. Let that be your, your, your default setting in terms of thinking and in terms of uh, evaluating your life and valuing the things of life. Even the activities and engagements of your life, you are prioritizing the things that are above. Because we are too earthly and we just think only about the things that we would do here, what food to eat, where to stay, um, how to have some pleasure. That's why sin is also there. Because as you are looking for pleasure, the pleasure of sin invites you. But if your mind is set on things above, you look at these things and say, hey, I'm afraid of it. You'll be afraid. Oh, yes, you'll be be afraid. You'll be like Joseph. Joseph was afraid. The thing was offered to him free. Nobody was there. But he said, look, I will not sin against God. And I will not sin against my master. So even then, God, and then he will run away from what you call full scholarship. Yeah. Set your affection. Uh, King James. 
King James. Put the King James. Hush. If then, if ye then be risen with those sins which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Verse 2. Set your affection on things above, not on things on this earth. This is strange preaching, isn't it? Because our preaching, even we pastors of today, is for you to do well and get all the good things that are here, all the monies and drive all the cars and, you know, get all the great things. So I'm reading the Bible. Set your affection on things above. Affection is what? Your desires, your, your love, your effort, your energies, that your dreams, come on, are on things above, not things on the earth. That's why he says this one, it is earthly, it's of the earth. But you living in the body, you must be heavenly. That your thoughts and your affections and your desires are heavenly. And you are fighting with your body to balance between living here and living there. That's what should happen to you. Because if you leave your body, you know how it is. Yes. The things that the body desires, they are there plenty. That's why when they say fasting, you can't even fast. Let alone on your own. Say, my mommy home three days fasting. I don't know whether you remember the last time you had anything like that. And I've left home and I'm somewhere. I'm just taking some days off to pray. And then be spiritual and come back. I'm going to yeah. Yes. Watch television. Don't lock yourself out and pray a little. It's not there. Take your Bible and soak Bible and meditate on the word. It's not there. No reading of Bible. But set your affection on things above, not on the things of this earth. Because the things of this earth, they are all passing away. They are passing away. We'll leave it all. It will not be important very soon. It will not mean anything. I heard a story, I don't know how, where it was, about a man who was dying then. As he was dying, he said they should bring him the bunch of keys to his houses. I mean, none of us are the keys, and death was also carrying him away. So he held the thing as he was lying there, lying there. If you are dying, you can't do this. Left it like that, and it dropped, and then he was gone. You can't go with anything. What shall it profit a man if he should gain the whole world 
and lose his soul. Verse 3. Read the same scripture. For ye are dead. And your life is hid with Christ in God. So on earth here, we walk as dead people. Paul said, I die daily. Dead means that you are not alive to the things of the earth. Is it possible? I feel I'm preaching something very strange this morning, but that's what I'm given to preach. Yes. Following from the resurrection. Yeah. Are you dead? Pinch your neighbor and see whether they are dead. What did they say? They said, Ajay, they are not dead. <laughs> they are not dead. I protest by your rejoicing, which I have in Christ Jesus, our Lord. She said, me protest too much. Then he see what he is saying. What happens to me? What do you say happens to him? I die daily. Me, I'm dying every day. And you, you are rejoicing every day. I protest. I object to it. I die daily. That means I'm faced with conditions of death and difficult and what? Is that not Paul's life? Every day he's here. They are beating him here. They are throwing him over the wall over there. Uh, What? Uh, Jews are coming for him. Gentiles everywhere. It's every day me. They are killing me. And you you are here throwing parties and being happy and doing anniversaries and all kinds. I protest. That's not how it's supposed to be. But of course you can't change that one. Go back to my scripture please. Uh, Colossians, yes. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. How many are looking forward to appear with him in glory? Appearing with him in glory. That's what we are looking forward unto, and that's what we want. I know that you are looking forward to getting an appointment in the government. But it may happen or it may not happen. But Jesus' coming is as sure as it sounds. Although it's been many years that he said it's coming. It will happen to all of us. Maybe we'll not be dead. We'll still be walking around. And maybe it will happen in church. Yeah, that's why I was questioning you. You can just look around and look at somebody who is likely not to go. And have it in your mind that after... The rest are gone. This one will be our pastor. (laughs) Or you can appoint yourself the pastor. Yes, because this is it. When Christ, who is our life, Christ is our life. Our life is Christ. You know the scripture we read. It says, ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. So I don't have any life. Christ is my life. Is Christ your life as well? When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then what happens? Verse 4. Hey, shall ye also appear 
with him in glory. May you make that appearance in that glory. The glorious appearance. The glorious appearance. The glorious appearance. Listen, all that I want you to understand, if you can understand, is that be steadfast. Yes. Are you ready to appear in glory? Listen, whether you drive Benz is useless. There will be a crowd of Benz and found them. Or by a tower, go no, go no lolly. Yes. Go no lolly. No, okay, over our me. Can I spray the wound? I wash the wound. I have a collar the wound. I'm one no good nice here. Only a boon your lolly. Your bench will be sitting there. We'll go and bring some uh, what dead bodies sit inside. Yeah, and we'll push you inside over there. And then we'll go and put you in there. So please, it shouldn't be that we are looking for bench to drive forward. How do I, the wildest car and the wildest this and the wildest that and that? All. The wildest thing you are looking for is that you should appear in glory with Christ Jesus. That must be the wildest thing. That's the wildest thing, to appear in glory with Christ Jesus. That must be the wildest thing. That Jesus himself says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things, they shall be added. They are additions. They are bonuses that come. They are not the things you live for and fight for. But they are bonuses and additions and blessings that come to you as you seek God. And as you seek for the resurrection. To my scripture. Verse 5. Mortify therefore your members. Which are on the earth. Eh? Kill your members. Some part of your body you must kill. Organs of your body must be dead. Hmm. Mortify is what? Kill. Kill your members. So, he said, kill fornication, kill uncleanness, clean, kill inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, covetousness, which is idolatry. Continue. Continue. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. So these things, they bring the wrath of God on the children of disobedience. Because the children of disobedience, they do these things. If you are in church, you are listening to me this morning, and these things, don't mind the big words. They are important. Put that concupiscence in NLT for us. The concupiscence a big word because of this. Is it this one? The wrath of God is coming. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Isn't it beautiful? What belongs to your earthly nature? Put it to death. Kill it. And then sexual immorality. It's your earthly nature. Subject to sexual immorality. 
Is it a problem? Is it a problem? Yes, for some people it's not a problem. Maybe they are angels. Yes. But those who are alive, it's a problem. Whether you are married or you are not married, it's a problem. You are a boy, it's a problem. You are a girl with a problem. Girls don't have this problem after they are married. When they are given the license to go that way, that's the time they shut off. And it's like, it's a, a chore. But before then, they'll be jumping the wall and going to steal. All right, he said, now you are licensed. Mm, I'm not feeling well. I have headache. I have leg ache. I have ear ache. Every type of ache comes. Yes. Put to death, therefore, is it NIV, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Do you have greed? It's called an yes. Idolatry. That is a day. A bosom sum. But when you bread, they are a bosom sum for. And I'm a mimfe being quarreling. Those of you who like quarreling, Ntokwa. Jimmy and Tokwa. You have fought with your mother. You have fought with your father. You have fought with your... In the house, nobody talks to you. You don't want to talk to anybody. And you are just... Hey, maybe I must have me one plug. Oh, yeah, yeah. One whatever. Jimmy, no, Jimmy, no, no, no. And yes, I am choleric. So that's why, no, you are foolish. That's why you are like that. Quarreling everywhere. Hey, Jimmy, you are in this group as well. And let's seek spirituality. Thinking about these things and living your life like this makes you a spiritual person. But when your mind works like this, you are a spiritual. What would you be looking for? You'll be looking for time with God. I want to spend some time with him. I just want to be where you are. You want to be in his presence. You want to stay there. You don't want to just close your Bible and throw it away somewhere as if you don't have Bible in this world. You want to find what is God saying. That's why you do your quiet time. And in quiet time or even reading the Bible, when you take the things, what is God saying to me? Not what is written. I just want to know what is written. For what? God is speaking to you through the word. When you take the word, it is God speaking. What is God saying to me today? What does God want me to do? What work can I do? He said, do your best and do more than is needed. Pastor Wanda, more than is needed. Have you got done more than is needed? You haven't gotten there yet, so we are in trouble. More than is needed. So, I, I'm, I, I know what we usually say, I'm doing my best, I'm doing my best. Are you doing your best? Yes. Your, your best may be so little that... It is nothing, but you say that's your best. If you write exam, I, I did my best. How about the exam? I did my best. Everybody now was 42. Mm-hmm. For you, that's your best. But is it okay? So a lot of the things that we say are our best. And the way you treat God and the work 
of God and the things of God is not nice. Yes. And yet fair. Careful. Oh, careful. Careful. And they say they are doing their best. Yes. But you have to do more than is needed. Rise up on your feet, please. Thank you, Jesus. Are you rising up? Lord, I thirst for you, and I long to be in your presence. My soul will wait for you. Father, draw me nearer, draw me nearer to the beauty of your home. Sing it, Lord, I thirst for you. Lord, I thirst for you. And I long, and I long to be. In your presence, my soul will wait on you. Father, draw me nearer, draw me nearer to the beauty of your The way we come to church. Church starts at 7.30. Is it not 7.30 the time? I don't think you even think about the time. But just relax. Do anything. And get here at. Uh, what? 9.30 or 9.45 or Nine anything. And you are okay. There was prayer in the church. You were not part of it. There was worship. You were not part of it. There were ministrations. You didn't see anything. You just came to sit somewhere in the church. And then now it is over. And I'm going to tell yourself I've been to church. Check it. So for many of us, it's even just despising the things of God and not taking the things serious anymore. I say, we are so familiar with the things. They'll do this and do that. So if you are not there, it doesn't matter. If you are there, if you are not there, oh, and you're anyway, and you're quite natural, you're there. But the presence, when you come into the place, you are part of the worship. And there are things, everything about it is for you, even until the preaching comes. Because the only thing here is not the preaching. 
and the prayer is not useless. It's not just a time we are waiting for the people or the worship or anything. That's why even when you are here and there's worship, you stand like a statute. Because spiritually, you are already dead in whatever. The way you come to church, the way you wake up in the morning on Sunday, and the way you think about church, and how it draws you, and the effort you put in to even arrive on time. Some of you are too old to be waiting for bus. At your age, bus are mastery, I won't mastery. Yes. If there's no bus to take you, are not coming. You go everywhere. You sit in car and go only church. That God, ask for God, He understands. So He knows that I cannot. Well, today is not my fault. The bus didn't come, so that is it. You are too old at your age. You shouldn't be sitting. I mean, when I mean age, it's not your calendar age. You should not be sitting. Your maturity, I should say, in the bus, waiting for bus to bring you to church at this time. No. Lift your hands, sing it again. Lord, I thirst for you. Lord, I thirst for you. If that is your mind and your heart, sing it to Him. Let it be your prayer. In your presence, my soul will wait for you, Lord. our hearts, Lord, our thoughts, our minds, our desires, everything that is about us, let it be cultivated and captured by the love of God and the desire to be with God and to be there, the desire to make it at the resurrection, when the trumpet sounds. And when the shout of the archangel comes, that will be ready. This corruptible body shall put on incorruption. And this earthly body shall be turned into a heavenly body. And we shall be with the Lord in eternity. Let that be the desire 
of your children. Let that be the desire of every heart on, and, and of everyone that comes to worship you. Let this place be a place to meet God and a place to see the presence of God and a place to experience the power of God and a place to be transformed. Let the transformation start here, O oh God, that on that day we shall be like you. Thank you. We bless you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Shout a big amen. amen. In the beauty of your Close your eyes, everybody. You are not born again. Today, Jesus wants to give you life. That your name will be written in the book of life. If you are here, you need Jesus. want to be born again. Lift up your right hand. You are not born again. You want to be born again. Lift up your right hand. Maybe you've been coming to church, but you haven't committed your life to him. Maybe you have committed to him, but you know that the life you live, the real life you live, is not how God wants it to be. If the trumpet sounds today, you'll be left behind. That's why you want to rededicate yourself to him this morning. Anybody, you need Jesus in your life. Lift up your right hand. Right hand up high. Right hand up high. Lift up that hand. Lift up your hand. God bless you. Your hand is lifted up. Come to me. Come to the front here. I'm meeting you right here to pray for you right here. Come, come to me. You may be wearing uh, what Judea uh, shirt or uh, Bethlehem shirt or something, but you are not born again. Come to the front and come here. Jesus is calling you. After today, it may be too late for you, but today you have the chance. You have the opportunity today. Tomorrow, it may be judgment for you, but today, he's ready to help you. Come to Jesus. Father, thank you. Let these lives be transformed in Jesus' name. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. I receive Jesus today as my Lord, as my Savior. Wash me in the blood. Cleanse me from every evil. Make me a new person. From today, I will follow Jesus. I will serve Jesus. Say thank you, Lord, for saving me today. Amen. God bless you. God bless you for listening. We invite you to join us this Sunday. Our Doxa service is at 7.45 a.m. and Victory service at 10 a.m. Our Victory prayer service is on Saturdays at 6 a.m. Like and subscribe to Bishop Steve Asari dash dhmm on facebook and youtube and lighthouse chapel international dash hq may god bless you and protect you Angels cry, singing home.